Damn it, Nick. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. Literally too long didn't read. TLDR, you guys are awesome. This thing on? You live? You live, Nicholas? Took a minute there. That was weird. Two things. One, I learned how to crochet today. Wow. Yeah, I am a girl dad. Yes, that's and uh, I got my daughter a birthday gift because uh, she loves stuffed animals and stuffies. And so I got this thing that I thought we could do together. But crocheting is a bitch, not something a six year old can do. So I, I'm going to have to crochet this little dinosaur by myself. But I got to say, quite good at it, Nicholas. Wow. The, good I, I, you know what? Those, the, it's nice and tight so far what I've done. Um, but the other thing I want to say, I was uh, I welcome back from your swingers weekend. Jesus. I hope that the pineapples were fresh and that you had a good time and uh, nothing is too sore upon your re-entry into uh, this week. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, the Dork Shared Gooniverse and Geeks Worldwide Radio proudly present to you the greatest, and I mean the greatest, and don't you ever forget that TLDR is the greatest podcasting team in the world he's a free swinging nick fryer i'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker dr joe and together we are the tldr comic book club baby how's it going nicholas well done sir well done that was yeah. a great one i uh, i'm doing very well had a nice time in the empire state over the weekend um enjoyed Here myself did mix in a little bit of reading. Uh, I had a good time there. And, I'll, and I had to catch up on something specific, which I'll get to a little bit later. Um, but the reason why is because we have a Friarside chat coming your way, everybody. And I only say specifically, we have that coming guaranteed. We already have it in the can. Joe and I, we're doing our stream a little bit late for those who watch us on YouTube or maybe Instagram live now or over on Twitch. I'm sorry, Twitter. We're not on Twitch anymore because we're doing IG Live. But the only place you can find any Friarside chats are on our audio channels. So we're talking Apple, Spotify, Geeks Worldwide Radio. Um, what, why am I blanking on the other ones? I always want to say Stitcher, but it's not around anymore. Uh, Amazon Music, uh, uh, Pocket Cast. All those places are the only places you can find our Friarside chats. And those are our conversations with creators across the industry. Generally, it's writers. But lately, we've had a lot of creative teams on. And I know quite a few times it's been like writing pairs. But this time we have one writer and one artist. And if you're watching us right now, you could take a guess who it is based on my background. But we had quite the pair on, Joe, uh, and the, quite the conversation with who? Well, the last the last half dozen chats we've done have all been with multiple people. And we had uh, uh, John Lee's returning, but we had his... Uh, equally twisted partner and artist Alex Cormack, uh -huh. a younger brother to the world famous Uncle Buck, uh -huh. um, on the show. And man, those guys are great. Love having John on. Alex was absolutely fantastic. And we learned something, we learned something more and more about John and why he's twisted each and every time he comes on. But Alex, man, like we asked him, How do you sleep at night with the imagery that is running through your head? It was. Uh -huh. It was a great, uh, it was a great chat. We talked about their up, their their current Kickstarter campaign for their upcoming issues uh, twelve and thirteen of uh, the Sync series. Um, so make sure 
you know, we've been we've been tweeting it out. The the links to the Kickstarter. Go back it if you if you're new to it. Get caught up. They they make it very affordable and very easy for you to get caught up with that series. Um, you can get physical copies, digital copies, whatever you want. Sync is as as we know it is the greatest horror book that we've read. Um, and Alex Cormack uh, received the 2023 floppy for best artist. So says yep. some high some high praise there. He's an unbelievable horror artist, and John is an unbelievable horror writer. And you're right, like we got some great insight, uh, and not just not just issues 12 and 13, but just sync in general and how um, the, there's some personal stuff for John in there. We found out more about the blue van story with him because he shared some insight about that in the past. And I was reminded that it was like an actual like legend in Glasgow, but then Alex enlightened to us. There's a little bit more to that story, which is very interesting to hear. Yeah. We also learned about John's grant too. Yes. Yeah. Like the apple doesn't yeah. fall far from the tree. Uh, That's very true. so yeah. wild awesome. stuff, awesome stuff. So make sure when that drops, you go, you, you subscribe to our audio channels, uh, listen to that. It's a treat. Um, we had a great time as always. I'll do you one better. Go subscribe to the audio channel right now. So that when it drops, you won't have to try and figure out yeah. when it is. Just go subscribe to the audio channel right now. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating interview or the highest rating that you can possibly leave the show, whatever that is, please do it. Otherwise you're going to learn the real meaning of backcracker and you're going to fuck up Joe's weekend. And in turn, you're going to fuck up my weekend. Then you're going to learn really how pissed off I can get. But, <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, some awesome stuff there. And on the note of Kickstarter too, I do want to mention the one that I am involved in as well. Um, the, uh, the Scott Snyder presents the cloak room, the anthology series is the first issue. Um, there has been Scott Snyder stuff, uh, from, from his writing class in the past. This is the rebranding of the, of the series. Um, and I'm involved in the, I actually have the first story in there, Widowmaker. You guys, if you, if those who, you know, if you're familiar with the name, Uncle Buck, you're probably familiar with hashtag dork. Bruce Keefe talked about it a little bit recently. Uh, Wes and I talked about it on change my mind a little bit recently, Joe, I, I know, um, you've, you've gotten a chance to look at the pages and I do want to you know, hear what you have to say about Nayara Rodriguez's artwork, but just a quick log line for those who aren't familiar, haven't necessarily backed the Kickstarter campaign. Uh, the log line here, a biker queen ascends to Empress as she finally removes the organization's long festering virus, her husband. So again, uh, that is that is the first story in this anthology. It's an eight page story. Um, again, Widowmaker is the title. You've gotten a chance to look at Nye's art. What did you think? Well, first, I thought I was shameless. Look at you just so you're hogging up all our all our time here. You know, I know. You're pl plugging yourself. Uh, no, seriously. Um, I, I, I said this last week and I'll say it again today. You know, Nayara's, uh, artwork is, is really a plus stuff. It is, you know, to me, I get vibes of Dan Mora. I get vibes of, um, uh, Dan, yes, exactly. It's just, there's, there's, uh, there's a beauty to it. Uh, there is just this this sort of grand scale to her art. She has some details. Just whether you know, I talk about this all the time. For me, what makes a great great comic book artist is not just sort of the look and the, and the feel and all of that, but so much can be derived from a character's eyes. You know, and we get this a lot from Werther Deladera through something is killing the children because a lot of those characters are wearing masks. So you you know, if you can evoke. Uh, you know, some sort of response, emotional response, just by looking into the character's eyes, you've really done something as an artist. And and there's some panels that you sent me uh, that are just sort of like, just make you pause and go, fuck, yeah. that is awesome, right? So 
as, as, as a comic book artist goes, she's got it and she's just starting. So she's just going to get better, yeah. which is, which is saying something. And, you know, your writing's not half bad either, Nick. So Thank you. I appreciate um, that. I've backed it. Everyone else should go back. This is fully funded already, but the yes. more you back it, the more stretch goals they'll add. I think Scott is adding some signed copies as a stretch yes. goal. There's a limited um, amount of those. So for anybody who yeah. wants Scott's signature, he's also got a forward in this, which I'm very excited about. And they are going to be announcing some goals. I'm glad you mentioned, Joe, that it is fully funded. And the reason I want to keep bringing it up for everybody is that, I, you know, I'd like, I want people to read it. You know what I mean? I think that they're going to have a good time getting to know Camille Tyler. You know, you guys have already seen her in some capacity. She is badass and she's, uh, and she's rather unforgiving in a lot of ways and very calculated. So I, I just can't wait for everybody to, to experience her. And you mentioned like, you know, perks and goal, stress goals and everything. Uh, we got, this hasn't been announced yet, Joe, but uh, we got these cool stickers that uh, may or may not have to do with the story that Nye and I have put together. And, uh, Looks pretty badass. I might have to hook you up with one just yeah, for all this plugging that you're doing. <laughs> That's right. I'm, a, I'm a known plugger. Yeah. Speaking of which, we talked a lot about plugging uh, in our chat with John Lee's and Alex Cormack. Yes, so that's, that's why I assume what you're doing out. so much of that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get get right up there. But before, uh, so uh, moving on from that, before we get into catch up, catching up, we have one last thing. We found no. out that Tom Taylor's run on Nightwing is going to be coming to an end. We're getting one more arc starting with issue 114. I've, you know, been reading Nightwing this whole, like since rebirth. And, and I even read, you know, like Kyle Higgins run a long while back and everything. But I, for you, you hopped on when Tom Taylor took over. And I know how much you've loved this. You kind of like talked about how his, the way he writes Nightwing is akin to the way Chip writes Daredevil. I, I got to imagine the news for you is pretty hard to hear that it's coming to an end. Yeah, it, it sucks to be quite honest with you. Cause I think, I think when it's all said and done, he'll have done a total of 40 issues. Mm -hmm. And I think Chip did close to 40 issues with the initial Daredevil run. And then there was um, the event. And then he came back and did another. So not that many more than what, what Taylor's done. And I get it, right? Like you have a story in mind. You want to tell it. Tom's telling his story. Uh, it sounds like he and, and, and Bruno are very satisfied with, you know, where the story's been and what this last arc's going to be. Um, I, I wish it was going a little bit long because I, I feel like there's there's more to tell. Like mm -hmm. the thing, the, the, the one the one gripe I have is that we get all this heartless stuff in the beginning. And then, you know, there was other stories that he told and we got, we got kind of pulled into events. And now we're ending with heartless. So I know it won't be won't it won't be this way because Tom's an excellent writer and he knows how to tidy things up and pull things together and, and wrap things up. But I could have used a little bit more heartless, mm. right? Throughout, you know, because yeah. we had the whole, you know, uh, the 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 pirate stuff and all that, which was great and it was, it was fantastic storytelling. But it felt like heartless had sort of disappeared for large chunks, and now we're we're sort of getting the ending of that within this last five issue arc. So that's my only gripe. And maybe I'm just saying that because I don't want it to end because Tom has done such a great job with this character. He's made me care more about this character than I ever have. And that's what chip did with, with daredevil. So it's bittersweet because, you know, Tom's got lots of other stories to tell with different characters and he's going to bring that sort of insight and passion to whatever he's, he's doing next. So yeah, it sucks on one hand, but 
it's been a hell of a ride and very yeah. enjoyable in the other. Quite a long ass ride too for him. I mean, it really and like the yeah. modern co- day of comics. I mean, I think just in general, like yeah. to jo- hop on at seventy and then his final story is going to be starting with uh, like his final arc is starting with one fourteen. So if he basically go to one twenty, one nineteen, whatever. Uh, you know, math is not our strong suit on this program. So that's that's pretty damn impressive. Uh, some, yeah. some awesome stuff there. Yeah, as we can't as- complain. We really can't complain about it. It's been a hell of a run. I just I I don't like to see things end. Yeah, of course. But the, the, what you're saying, I, I think, is you're making some very fair points, um, even if emotion is driving some of it, because I I, I see totally what you're saying. Um, but we got to get to the books that are out this week, Joe. Um, but before we do that, we got to get to catching up. Uh, for me, the one thing that I've been catching up on was the nasty that was ahead of our conversation with John. Uh, and now, I, now you and I are ahead of everybody because we've gotten an early look at the nasty, too. We did have a little bit of a conversation with John about that, so you guys will hear more about that on our Friarside chat. But you've been doing quite a bit catching up. Well, the Corona Kid was out last week, so oh, that's right. I, I got some, I got some books to read. Although I, I read most of these really in a day, um, so I, I caught up on a ton. I, I caught up on uh, Petrol Head issues three and four. Um, excellent series. Uh, Sub genre. This is a Matt Kent book. This book is trippy as hell. Um, oh damn right. it i've been because neither of us called dibs on that and i kind of wanted to check it out fuck you you call him dibs read it go ahead and read it because i don't know if i can fully articulate an, an issue on it that's how tr- it's awesome but it's it's trippy go right. go get caught up cool. read it it's excellent cool. Thank you. um luke cage issue three written by you know friend of the show um rodney barnes mm. uh the bloody uh dozen uh, issues two and three. This has been a great sort of vampire sort of sci-fi uh, series um, that I read the first issue, loved, and and got, got all caught up on that. Um, Edenwood issue four. What a mm-hmm. fucking issue that was, uh, mm-hmm. written by Tony Daniel. Before um, you go any further, I do want to note everybody Edenwood, right? Tony Daniel, he's the, the artist and the writer, and obviously he's done a ton of work at DC and elsewhere. Um, he also Noctara, which is you know mm-hmm. an important book for us. Um, but the, the letterer on that series is Nathan Kemp. He is also my letterer in Widowmaker. So I do like, just want to mention that. Bringing it back to you. Gee, it's my time to talk, Nicholas. <sighs> um, Fall of the House of X, issue two, right? Again, anything X-Men right now is fucking flames, man. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Killmore, issue three. This is a book I did call Dibs on, I believe. This is yeah. great because this is sort of like, you know, I, when I talked about... Um, um, Nailbiter, right? Nailbiter sort of revolves around like all these serial killers are sort of like yeah. come from this town. Well, Kilmore is a story where all of a sudden all these serial killers are just showing up. And the idea is like, well, if we all go there, we all start catching, we all start killing people. They can't catch us because they won't know what the fuck's going on. Right. <laughs> right. There's a complete randomness to it. So there's a great detective story here. The serial, serial killer stuff. There's some really twisted uh killers in this series so far so uh that's what i caught up on a bunch there um all books that i mildly fallen behind on that i I, i'm glad that i I had that time to sort of get caught back up on because they're all excellent nice nice yeah that is that is quite the uh, pile there and and, uh, good week to catch up on stuff Uh, there's there are definitely quite a few titles but um for us I i feel like it was it's a little bit of a lighter week in terms of what uh we're reading but let's start off with marvel Marvel. So we have Ultimate Spider-Man um, issue Oof. two. First Oof. issue was excellent. Uh, whenever the holidays fall on Monday, it takes us a little mm. bit to get a review copy. So I haven't had a chance to read any Marvel books yet. Torture. Um, 
It, it is because I love the first issue of Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, we have X-Force issue 49, uh, Daredevil issue 6, which, again, right? Remember, I was a little nervous. No more mm. chip, right? Uh, but it's been absolutely fantastic so far. Uh, Incredible Hulk issue 9, Gods issue 5, Star Wars issue uh, 43, Rise of the Powers of X issue 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Annual, Spider-Boy issue 4, Spider-Woman issue 4, Captain Marvel issue 5, Edge of the Spider-Verse issue 1, Luke Cage Gang War issue 4, Star Wars Battle World issue 4, The Sentry issue 3, Predator The Last Hunt issue 1, and Alien Black, White, and Blood issue 1. One little quick note, it's Secret Wars Battle World, World issue 4. Um, oh, did I just say Battle? What did I say? You said Star Wars. So I don't, oh, it, Jesus. Yes, yeah, I just want to make sure the people... It's people past know. my bedtime, Nicholas. We're not it is past your bedtime. Stuff. We're running later than usual. So let's get over to DC then on that note. Uh, so we got Nightwing issue 111. So we're not quite at that final, uh, that start of that final arc for Tom Taylor. Um, as you mentioned, Bruno Redondo, there have been a few different artists on this, but primarily he has been the artist there. Um, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, issue 24, Superman, issue 11, Titans, issue 8, Wonder Woman, issue 6, Catwoman, 62, Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, issue 5, Green Lantern, War Journal, issue 6, and then we have a couple of books that you and I want to weigh in on. Uh, would you care to talk about uh, Batman 144? Yes, I would care to talk about that uh, very much because uh, it is fantastic. So this is uh, the end of Chip's little mini uh, Joker three-part um, series that he sort of um, he yeah. put into the pages of uh, Batman. And I, I said this last, and this is what's been wild, is that it's come out each week. So you really haven't had to wait for it, which has been awesome absolutely awesome because you get this really great tight joker story that i think i put right up there with one of my favorite joker stories period mm. tight three issues um it, it it's a sort of a different look at why the joker is the way he is um the training just how you know, we like to say around here, you know, in New England, uh, Belichick's playing check, uh, chess while everyone's playing checkers, right? <laughs> and we always think about Batman always, you know, being, you know, steps ahead. But the Joker, man, like he was trained to not just be Batman's equal, but to be superior to Batman. And the way Chip is just able to sort of channel that, the way he's able to sort of identify the strengths and weaknesses of both those characters um, and just how, 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 how twisted he can get with it. Excellent. I will, I will find a way to talk about a three issue story as a mainline issue. Uh, if it kills me because yeah. it was that good. You can do it. We've done it with some, we've done it. I, I know I did it once with, I think a Matt Kent book, but like you, uh, that you'll be able to do it here. The, the yeah. way you've talked about this series, I, I need to know more about it. And I'm obviously I'm going to be reading it. This is, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. it, it's it's fantastic. That's great. And then on my end, uh, John Constantine, Hellblazer, 
Dead in America issue two. We had Cy Spurrier on the show before this story began. Of course, he had written uh, um, John Constantine previously alongside Aaron Campbell, who is his artist here. And, you know, in the first issue, it was a good little like re-entry for people who hadn't uh, read Cy's initial run with John Constantine. It was like it was a nice introduction for them, for us. It had been a while since he, his, um, his previous story had ended. So it was a good reset, you know, get, kind of figure out the lay of the land. We see dream thrown in the mix we see um you know a swamp thing in the mix as well and it, and okay and, we, and just reintroduction to some of the characters this issue constantine is back on his bullshit and i am so fucking happy about it i say i say this all the time and i'll say it to anybody who who, do, who likes constantine or doesn't know maybe doesn't know about constantine needs to know about this character a little more anytime he is doing he's being an asshole anytime he is screwing other people over that is when he is at his best. Like that, that's a writer who knows how to, you know, handle Constantine perfectly. And I'm not talking about screwing over villains necessarily. Sometimes you're going to see his friends, supposed friends, get in trouble too. And I and I absolutely love it. And then you get a character who says that to John, says pretty much those words to John in this issue, where it's like it's um, if you're if you're worried about someone, it's because you already did something shitty to them. And you're feeling guilty. I mean, that's that like seeing right through Constantine. You know, you know him a hundred percent. Like that, that's that's it right there. And we get that in this issue. And and we're in New Orleans in this in this uh, issue. And there's you know concern about some of the characters that are involved. And you know we're still dealing with like Dream and Swamp Thing in varying capacities too. So I love all that. And an, and another good line too that I wanted to just mention, not specific to, to John necessarily, but just a nice line from Side because he's just such, such a good writer. Um, no God can bear to be despised. It's like, I, I've never, I've like a hundred percent, like it's, it, it's perfect. And it's, it's so well put. And then, and when you, when you guys see that line in the course of the story, it's like, it's going to hit even harder. Like than just me, like sharing it here right now. So awesome stuff from Cy. And again, and Aaron Campbell is, is like exactly everything you would want in a John Constantine uh, artist too. Like a hundred. So we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, he was my favorite artist from the first, uh, the first two volumes. He was primarily the artist in the second volume, but the first volume had a couple different artists and, and the stories that he drew were, were definitely uh, some of my favorite. Yeah. He does a great job, but uh, enough about that. What do we got next? That's coming out this week. I'm going to rip through a couple of these here from cool. skybound. Uh, we have Cobra commander issue two and the walking dead deluxe issue 83 um nothing from awa this week uh, i'm waiting for the return of red light and uh the the, the 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 debut of um little black book down the road uh some more you and i so they got some stuff cooking um but until then from uh boom this week we have animal pound issue two lotus land issue four uh, mech cadets issue six there's another book that we got a review copy but it's not on um league of comic geeks league of comic geeks it's and it's written by porn check uh Pichotti. uh but i can't remember the name of oh, it oh but yeah. it's in the review it's it was in the the, review we got file. the ash can for it. Ash, That's yes, what it yeah, was. yeah 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 the ash can for it i forget what um called. and then from uh dark horse uh, we have Space Usagi Death and Honor issue three of three. That was a great little uh, Usagi Yojimbo story that I enjoyed very, very much. And we have Critical Role, The Tales of Exandria Artigan issue two and St. John issue two um, from IDW. 
We have Star Trek issue 17, TMNT Sourcebook issue one. More the more TMNT news we get, we're getting by like it feels like we're getting more over these like this week. I think I saw like one of the the editor of TMNT or something to that degree saying like there's more stuff coming out and like Jason Aaron's talking about how it's going to get grittier and then I saw like there's like other like a new villain's going to be introduced and everything. I just all the news surrounding Jason Aaron's TMNT run I am totally here for. I am couldn't be more excited. Yeah, real quick uh, we see uh, Adam Lawson. Uh, writer of the Kill Journal in the chat, uh, oh, talking nice. about sync. We just got off. Uh, we just we did a great chat with with John Lee's um, Adam and and Alex Cormack about the upcoming uh, sync and all things sync really. So uh, that's something you're gonna want to check out. But man, like sync, like, Nick and I, we've talked about this a ton. It's it's our favorite horror book. It, it's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. Um, but to continue on here from IDW, we have Dungeons and Dragons Fortune Finder issue four. Um, Godzilla rivals Mothra versus uh Mogira issue one, and then from Vault, we have Unnatural Order issue three. Nicholas, take us to the next few. Yes, by the way, that boom book that you were referencing was oh, Man's yes. Best. That's yes. the ad dash can that's out this week. Um, moving on to Titan, we got Dead by Daylight issue four, Bitmap issue three, Forgotten Runes, Wizards Cult issue Runes. two from. <laughs> from from a blaze we got the prism and then the agent issue three which i know you'll be picking that up from dynamite we got james bond 007 issue two so i uh, so <laughs> this is the garth this is the garth ennis book yes right? i know so, like newbrick comics never got um you know never like had the first issue so oh, i completely i completely fucking forgot about it Damn. And then I'm going through and I'm like, oh, because uh, I purchased some books digitally that I couldn't get from uh, from Newberry Comics. And so uh, all of a sudden I, I see this. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. So I went and I bought it. So I, I meant to have that read, have read for today uh, for my catching up. But I have it. I have it, folks. Okay. Good. So I can't wait to talk about Garth Ennis' take on James Bond because I am so fucking fascinated about him writing James Bond. I can't wait to hear about it too. Honestly, that's that it's it's amazing. Um, also from Dino, we got Army of Darkness Forever issue five. From Mad Cave, we got Skeeters issue three. From Ahoy, we have Project Cryptid issue six, which you're still reading that, correct? Yeah, I got to get caught up a little bit, but yeah, uh, I've okay. been enjoying. It's a, an anthology series. It's been fun. Then from Distillery, we got Blasphemous. Issue one. We don't get their review copies yet, but we'll be checking that out. And that's uh, from Mirka and Dolfo, I believe. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. boy. Okay. All right. Uh, and then we round things out as we usually do uh, when we do just what's new. We have Image. Uh, quite a few things from them, of course, this week. We got the Scorched issue 27. Firepower issue 30. We do not, and this is also Skybound, we do not get uh review copies and of course this is a finale i'm not stunned by that at all but i'm very excited to get a look at this i have already talked about firepower at length on this show previously i cannot wait for the ending here uh gi joe issue 304 tenement issue 9 that which you are reading the holy roller issue 4 which i am reading nightwing i'm sorry knights issue 5 <laughs> nightwing um savage dragon 268 a haunted girl issue 4 which you are reading then we got then we got three titles, uh, two for me, one for you. Would you like to start things off? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll start things off here with um, with this book. So the Six Fingers issue. So I talked about this last week, the um, 
um the six hand right uh is that what it's called um oh the six yeah fingers the, uh, uh why am i blanking on this this is ridiculous i mean i, I know I'm, jesus it's late I'll, but I'll, it's I'll written, get it. written by rom v right so these two books go figuratively and literally hand in hand you know with each other and so uh with with last week's book with rom v you're getting it from the detective's perspective and you find out he's a detective he's on the verge of retiring but just when he thinks he's out he gets pulled back in because a a serial killer or at least a copycat serial killer someone that's sort of you know identify you know you know been you know his the whole purpose of his career has sort of re-emerged and the six fingers is from the perspective of said serial killer the one hand thank you adam one hand uh so the one hand is written by rom v and the six fingers uh, and this was excellent. But could do two different story, you know, writers um, telling the same story from two points of view, two different points of view. I can't recommend this enough. I think this is a, a wildly entertaining in a wildly unique way uh, to tell a singular story. Um, and, and having it from both perspectives was absolutely wild. And this issue was fucking excellent absolutely excellent you know i I'm, I'm trying to wrestle with the idea of how do i talk about this book you know on the show oh, oh fucking who you called right. dibs on this and took both of these titles out right right thing. so i think i think the best way to do it will be just to wait until they've both conclude and then just sort of talk about it as a, an entire entity right yeah. versus this book and then that book right yeah. It, yeah. it's just it was it's so wild it's so good it's so well written it's so well drawn like everything about it is absolutely excellent and uh i i can't recommend it enough yeah that must be nice everybody else can go fucking read it except me i just got to collect it right now that's yeah. uh some, some uh fun stuff by the way uh adam lawson is now your co-host apparently he's the one helping you out yeah. the chat. You're ignoring my notes um but i do want to call A adam we've had on the show uh previously and also with the um the exile is a, among the series that he's written but for yeah. those who are who haven't read Adam's stuff he co-wrote that with wesley snipes so just a little little reason to go an extra reason to go check out his stuff um if you yeah. haven't previously and the gifted list. rebels right is his uh uh, his rebels his... company yes yeah. um but that that specifically the exiled is um through whatnot's publishing arm um it's, i believe it's massive uh publishing if i'm not mistaken um but either way go you guys can go find that on league league of comic geeks and uh, then find your way into picking that up but the two titles from image joe that i wanted to touch on uh we have uh midlife or how to hero at uh 50 issue five which is a um which is a, a Brian Bucciolato joint and uh, Stefano Simone. I've talked about this quite a bit. And uh, in this issue, and this is what I do have dibs on. So I will be talking about it at length um, on the show at some point down the line. But with this issue, we're finally getting some background information into how Ruben has got to this position that he finds himself in, which quite honestly, I didn't know if we were going to get that just from the way that, you know, we learn about his abilities and the way it seems that he like, like how they were passed to him. Um, I, I didn't know if we were going to get that level of insight, but we did. And I'm glad that we have it. But what's even more important for me in this fifth issue of, of midlife is with Ruben, the main character, like more than ever in this fifth issue, I find myself appreciating this guy, um, this character because like he's just he feels very real brian has done a really good job of fleshing this character out and making it seem like yeah this is like if you were in, if you were in the middle if you were middle-aged and you got superpowers and you never had them before and it's like well fuck like what do i do 
this like that this is it right here and that's what that honestly to me like that should be enough reason to go and check this book out it's been I, it's, my superpower would be to be able to sit and not have my fucking back hurt after 30 minutes no wow jeez it's uh, you know you should go see a backtracker about that i you know what that. yeah well, I, <laughs> the person who normally would do that for me is changed their hours and so we don't cross paths anymore so i have Ooh. to go make a fucking appointment at some other office now i'm fucking Ooh. dying that's brutal. I, I, you know, I can help out. You know, I, I, I mean, could probably teach you. It's not, it's, it's, it's not I could, gonna... don't ask me to do any of the neck cracking though, man. I don't know how people do that stuff. Oof, oh, God, e- easy, 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 easy. Uh, oh my goodness. I, okay. Um, the other one that I want to talk about is, is honestly like uh, across the industry, probably the biggest issue that's coming out this week, spawn issue three fifty. of course, Todd McFarlane with Rory McConville and uh, then Britt Booth is the artist on this. And we've talked a ton about Brett Booth's work over on gunslinger spawn. And I mean, he, he was killing it over there and then seeing Dexter soy go into the mix over there. And then now Brett Booth is taking over spawn here. It's like, I mean, what's not to like it in the art department here. It's freaking. And then you have Javier Fernandez. Like this is, it's just insane. The people who are illustrating spawn right now, just from, from a pencil and, and, and ink standpoint, so Brett, Brett Booth's work here is top notch, as you would bet, as you would expect. And he has there's one kill in particular here. Again, I'm not gonna, like not getting into spoilers or anything, but it is a fucking banana land kill, like straight out of Mortal Kombat type shit. And it's so fucking awesome, man. But this, like this is like I, I'm hoping we continue to get more and more of that from Brett Booth in in, in Spawn. But he, like that's not a surprise with if you've seen what he's done in the past. And then especially what you've seen in, in Gunslinger Spawn. But this actually, I would say that kill is probably next level even for for him. So some some really, really cool stuff there. And then from like a story standpoint, like we've been waiting on the who's going to sit on the throne of hell for quite a long time. And we finally, in issue 350 of Spawn, we finally get that answer here. This is, you know, all designed to kind of be a good, another good jumping on point for newer readers, um, kind of like Spawn 300 was as well. But um, again, like t- for me, the biggest thing is just like some of the, the art, the action sequences that we get from Brett Booth here. He's anytime he's illustrating something, I, I got to check it out. And, uh, yeah. you know, him on Spawn, anything Spawn, it's like, come on, no brainer for me. So right. that is it for us this week, though. Uh, kept it pretty tight. Look at us. Uh, like yeah. we're a couple of professionals for once. I mean, but again, we probably, probably would have kept this under 25 if you didn't fucking, you know, uh, pat yourself on the ass for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> This is, this is, um, well, fuck you. I got no good response to that. Honestly, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Joe got me guys. Um, but, uh, a quick reminder too, if you, if you haven't already, make sure you go subscribe to one of our audio channels. It can be Apple podcasts, Spotify. I know those are the two primary ones. Actually, I have a cousin who is a comic book reader that didn't realize we were doing the show. Um, and he has now subscribed on Spotify. So hi, Brian, appreciate it. Um, but you know, again, tell a fellow comic book reader too. It really helps the show. Um, and we're just trying to give you everything you would need uh, in podcast form as a comic book fan. So make sure you go subscribe there because that's the only way you're going to hear our John Lee's and Alex Cormack chat that's going to be coming out fairly soon. But other than that, Joe, uh, until next week, stay sexy. You know it, baby. I like Nick's just like, I'm out. All right, we're yeah. done.